0: Love Talk Radio. We got this. And take it back. Don't punish me with brutality. Father.
1: Okay, family, I want to apologize. We had a little bit of complication with our mic, uh, uh, but we got that fixed, and uh, we are online now. Uh, Again, uh, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is Seth, the grandson of Azalee uh, Douglas Booker. And, again, I do want to apologize for that. We had an a, a, a issue with the mic. And, you, and, family, you just got to know these things happen with these blogs. Out, but I do want to apologize. Uh, just want to welcome everyone to the Douglas Kennedy Family Friends Network. As you know, family, we're creeping towards our 50th show, our 50th show. And uh, I'm very excited about that. But I'm more excited about what's happening tonight. I promise you, you're in for a very uh, exciting show tonight. And, again, forgive me for the whole mic issue. It's just a technical thing. It happens periodically when you do these shows. And so this is why you got to have a tech man. And we don't have a tech man yet. And so uh, we don't have really anyone to look over the, all of the mics and everything. So that's what's going on. But anyway, family. We're here, we're ready for another hot show, and I want to thank all of you that have hung on the line through that whole episode. Uh, I guess some of you know by now when you hear music, that means the show is going to continue, so you knew that I was going to eventually get that straightened out. I do apologize, uh, and thank you for just your patience. So tonight, I want to go ahead and go to the phone lines uh, and uh, reach out to my co-host, the one and only Darling Douglas, Erico, 512-922-Darling. Are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Well, darling, again, I apologize for that phone thing. Uh, it just was one of those issues with the mic, and I don't want to go into it even further. But it's just one of those issues where the mic can be muted, okay. and and so that's why we need a tech guy. So maybe one day it'll be three of us, and one of us can be devoted just to tech. But anyway, so tonight, darling, we have like I say uh, a very. Hot show. I say hot because I've looked forward to uh, ever since you shared with me about how that you and Otis and David have met, which is going to be our guest coming up here in a little bit. Uh, I've been excited to hear the story. So, Darlene is going to be part of the three-way exchange with them, and and also Don Jr. is going to be joining us. Uh, Don, whenever you're in the house, just press one, and I'll bring you on. But Darling, I want you to go ahead and tell the family just a little bit we won't we don't want to get into it just yet uh, what uh, the whole story, but just kind of give them a, a little pre intro to uh who Otis is to you and who who uh Davica is to you and uh let me try to put a little music in the background and go right here
2: okay um family tonight I'm excited about bringing on two of my most favorite favorite and faithful people when it comes to ancestry. Uh we've been working together for th- three to four years and we call ourselves the dream team. Um,
0: dream team. Actually
2: yeah, we are the dream team. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh you you'll get a chance to hear. I uh, I met David uh Many years ago And um, Just just in passing And then um, I had questioned A picture on Facebook And she answered me And uh, <clears throat> She was one of those cousins That we had no idea How we were cousins And um, I don't want to tell too much of that Because she could go through that And um, Like Uh, Otis was saying we met each other about three years ago And we are first cousins And, um, I mean, it's nothing these two people wouldn't do To work out a problem on ancestors Be it daily, weekly, checking, uh, you know, to see what's up You know, we may start working on a problem Like I was saying last week at ten o'clock at night and three o'clock in the morning, we're still working on it. Well um, I have to say, these two people are the most faithful people when it comes to ancestry. And to be quite honest, they are—they were the backbone behind me finding out the Douglas family tree, where you know when I went all the way back to Henderson, Kerr, Tennessee. Oh
0: really?
2: Um, yeah, they I learned a lot from these people because I had started ancestry and I would stop, you know, because I was looking it's what we do as black people, we use name over and over and over and it okay. gets complicated. Yeah, it gets complicated and I was able to weed out and figure out where I was and um I can't say
1: enough about these two cousins, well, I appreciate what you said so far. And I think the people hear you the family hear you tonight, and uh we're gonna I'm just excited about bringing them on. And I really mean that I've talked with both of them and um, I've got enough information to know that tonight's show definitely is a must here so i want to um just 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 let the family know that they have a lot coming at you a little later on so we'll bring them on and hopefully the next 10 and 15 minutes here we do definitely want to hear from william b and his financial tips of the week is going to be really good tasha has got a a a segment coming up as well so we definitely will be hearing from william b tonight, family as well as tasha on the three r's recipes remedies and reduce prices. And William, of course, like I said, talking about the financial tips of the week. So we're going to hear from them. And also, I want to talk about something that I. Um had mentioned in a while We're going to start putting on the Ed Nisbell page The stats, the stats of the show I don't know if you had an opportunity to see The stats family But we are at, uh, for the last 30 days 681 listens That means people have actually click on the show and listen to it They have to listen for a certain amount of time In order to get at least one listen So we have 681 times Somebody's clicked on the show to listen And that's out of... In, 12 states, and we're at 277 mem- members on the Ed and Isabel page. And I mean, <laughs> that is really, really, really something, family. I'm telling you, that is something I've been doing. Uh, uh, many of you know I used to do blogs, still do. And uh, uh, <laughs> it is really hard to see those kind of numbers, especially from family. It just don't see family uh, doing this kind of a thing. So, again, 681 times in the last 30 days has somebody clicked on the Ed and Isabel uh, uh, Family and Friends Network to listen to a show and... Uh, and that's out of 12 states. Uh, we don't know which states click the most, but we know we have family in 12 states, I should say. And, again, 277 family members on that in this page. So I think that um, deserves a round of applause. And let's get a round of applause for the family. Here we go.
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: something there. Just to let y'all know, we really appreciate that. It's hard work to do that. Uh, these shows uh, must be doing something to the family in order to get that kind of a following, that kind of a um, response. So I just had to put that out there. And every every single, um, maybe not every week, but I'll say once a month we'll try to bring the stats to you uh, so within the next month we'll give you the next 30 days what is happening. What do you think of it, darling? It sounds like we're doing something
2: right. Yeah, I think so. I think Um, so. But, yeah, I think the stats would be good. Yeah, and
1: also, family, I want to just remind everybody uh, that we're going to – continue to look for family members to do the audio uh, segments of the show. We already have William B. to step up to the plate and he's doing financial Tip of the week and we have Tasha to step up and uh, we're also going to start playing, try to play the courager uh, weekly if we can. I just think this is a good thing. Uh, Gwen Burks does do a really good job with the eCourager and I just think it's just something we should try to do every week. Don't know if I'll be able to accomplish it but I'm going to try my best to uh, play those uh, e They come on Monday but we, it's no problem and play it on Tuesday, so um, y'all hear from Gwen Burks uh, hopefully weekly with her encouragement because I really like her spirit, and uh, I, I tell you, darling, your cousin really have something there. You know, I understand. Don't you get the encourage also?
0: No, not yet.
1: Well, hopefully you'll get a chance to hook up with Gwen and get in family. I'm just, just putting out a plug there for Gwen. Uh, she's on Facebook, so all you got to do is just type in, go to my page, and just type in uh, under Friends, Gwen Burks, and just uh, uh, hit her up and see if you can get the e-carriages sent to your phone. It comes directly to your phone every Monday. Encourage word. Very, very uh. Powerful uh, information she have, Darling, any announcements Or any type of updates Or announcements on anything Before I move forward with the show Anything? I'll put a little music in the background I'll be startled by it Um
2: No, we did birthdays last week And everything yes, we did. And So mm, No um, New Orleans is Approaching and I would think if, if you're not already set to go, you're not going. So, um, no, we can um, go go ahead with the show.
1: Well, I uh, just want to say, uh, again, family, I really, really, really want to thank y'all for those numbers. Just looking at it now, sometimes I'm moving so fast I don't really think about what I'm saying. But 681. Darling, do you know there's 170 people a week that listen to those shows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, keep in mind, That's family, really? sometimes somebody, one person may listen more than once, so it may not be 150, 70 people a week, or it may, it may not be 681 people a, a month, it may be more like 600 a month, or 625, or some people listen to the show twice. So, but still, those numbers are crazy, 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 crazy. I would do shows sometimes, and it may be 50 people, 60, by end in the week, maybe 100, you know, that's it, you know. Uh unless it's a really hot show. I've done shows that we go into the thousands. But uh the the average is probably about a hundred, something like that. So that's very good, very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm trying to check the different things off my list, darling is don't have anything. Uh we'll do the birthdays next week, folks, just know that in the anniversaries as well. All right. Well let's do this. Let's go to William B because he always has something strong. He always has something uh, very. Uh, um, William just have not failed to deliver. I'm telling you, <laughs> he just have not failed to deliver every single week. I'm just, um, especially on on on, um, on finance. This this gentleman just will not back up. So here he is. William be talking about another uh, other financial tips for this week. We'll be right back, folks.
3: Good evening, family. Uh, William B. here. San Antonio is just wrapping up a fine Texas Democrat convention here in the city. The next one will be uh, Fort Worth, Texas, four years hence. So get ready, Fort Worth. I know we got a lot of family members in Fort Worth. Let's talk this evening briefly about seven secrets that hotels don't want you to know. I suspect there will be some family members doing some traveling this summer and perhaps this fall. So keep the following things in mind. Uh, Number one, you get the best rates by calling the hotel's local number, not the 800 number. So locate the local number of the hotel. Give them a call. And ask to speak with the uh, manager on duty or the general manager or the manager, uh, director of sales, someone like that, they're in position to negotiate with you, believe it or not, if you're interested in negotiating, which might save you a few bucks. And also, rooms are more expensive if you call and uh, reserve them in the morning. More expensive in the morning. Uh, the best time of day to reserve a room is, guess what, after 6 p.m. By that time, uh, the, room, the hotel is wiped out for no-show reservations, and uh, you'll have your uh, pick of a room more easily after 6 p.m. And do understand that uh, everything is negotiable. I know as we go through this life, uh, we don't really believe it, but uh, we think when we see a price or hear a price, it's firm price, uh, not necessarily. Parking, for example, uh, can be negotiable. If you locate a hotel and you notice that the parking lot is not completely full, guess what? That means that parking price is negotiable if you speak with the right individual, and also something that uh, we rare give thought to, rarely give thought to—rarely give thought to—is the fact that rooms are available even when there is a no vacancy sign. Uh, what 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 I'm saying is that sometimes there are rooms available, but these rooms are not perfect, meaning that they may have a uh, stain on the carpet or some other. A minor uh, issue associated with the room but if you really want a room in that hotel and you indicate that to uh, the manager you might find yourself uh, with a room although it appears to be uh, the hotel appears to be full. Also do understand that hotel rooms are not like at home hotel rooms can have germs around the place so be uh, careful and uh, uh, keep that in mind as you uh, share a room space in a given hotel. Uh, certain hotels may have uh, spots that are rarely clean, such as the remote control, your telephone, clock radio, various things like that. Room service is not provided on a regular basis necessarily. They'll take care of those kind of things. So travel with some package of antibacterial wipes, and if you like uh, Emma is, you'll be wiping down this and that and the other to get it all uh, all taken care of. So uh, it also pays to tip to housekeeper every day. Why? Because uh, oftentimes uh, there are individuals when the door is open, she's cleaning the room. Individuals can uh, slip into the room, and the housekeeper may uh, not know that it's not you. Uh, if you aren't tipping her or making some kind of contact with her on a regular basis. But uh, if you are, well, then she'll quickly uh, notice that uh, you are not the person, that is not the person who's supposed to be there, and uh, she'll uh, uh, contact appropriate authorities as a result. Uh, one more thing, uh, your bags aren't necessarily safe with the bellhop. Uh, that's uh, something that uh, we like to assume is the case. And it is okay in most cases, so let's not become alarmed. But if you have a little lock, uh, you know, put a little lock on it or do something extra to understand that, uh, you know, that it may not be totally safe. Or If you're in Las Vegas, don't leave your little stash in your uh, bag and your bag is not uh, totally secured. One other thing, uh if you happen to be uh, in a hotel and you need a extension cord or a charging charger of some sort, uh, those are most likely to be found in the lost and found. So if you didn't carry yours with you, there's a good chance you'll find one in the lost and found, and they'll allow you to use that one. Do have a good vacation this summer, family. Enjoy yourself, and by all means, uh, if you come to San Antonio. contact the Johnsons. Thank you very much. Have a good evening.
1: I'd be like, oh my goodness, I gotta take out a pen. But it's always good, always relevant, always something the family I know could use. Well, Darling, your line is open and uh we're gonna go ahead and um are you there, Darlene?
4: I'm here.
1: All right, all right. Well listen fam, again uh you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family Friends Network. I'm Seth Asley's grandson and uh this is uh, like I said earlier, if I wanna mute it <laughs> Uh, we're creeping up on our 50th show, family, and we're so excited about that. And we got to do something big for the 50th show, right, darling? Yes, we do. We're gonna do that.
2: Yep.
1: Yes. Well, listen, darling. I'm gonna go ahead and go to uh, David first. I want you to uh, bring her on. Let's see if we can find her on the phone line. 201 two zero one six one eight. David, are you there?
2: I'm here.
0: All right, I'm going to let you introduce your
2: friend uh, to the family. Um, As I was saying earlier, David and I met each other when she was probably in elementary.
5: Yes. (laughs) And
2: and we kind of connected about four years ago on Facebook. um, And she is. one of those cousins that we had no idea how we were related. Mm-hmm. And um it took us eighteen months to figure this out. Eighteen whole months. Oh wow. Yeah. So y'all didn't know was...
1: each other but it took you eighteen months to to dig through the uh the various tools you'll bring up to see the kinship.
2: Yeah. Um that's, yes, that's I we always knew, you know, like years and years ago, as my grandfather, I said, how are we related? <laughs> and he couldn't tell me. So it, it's been one of those things like, you know, we as black people, we just go say, hey, Ken, you know, kind of like that. Right. So um, uh, we put, the, uh, is it two years ago, Davica? I think it was about two years ago. Two years. Yeah, ago and I, up to okay, and and we just we blew it wide open. I mean, I'm talking 18 months of daily searching, weekly, monthly, everything. We've been to abandoned gray sites, uh, county wow. court records, uh, calling up family members, and I know uh, family members got kind of tired of us calling, but I mean, they they. <laughs> They hold the key to a lot of things, you know. Most of them really don't realize, but you can ask them in a certain way about a certain situation, and they can come up with the answer that you're looking for, or come really close to it. So um, we just been working on it, and we, you know, then after we hit that one, we we work on the next big project. And, you know, my tree kind of started to look wopsided because I had all these, my mother's people without my dad's people. And it, this really made it much easier for me to figure um, out the Douglas part of this. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to let, um, David can um, tell you about, you know, a little bit about herself, you know, in the military and she lives in. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Um, <laughs> and she's just super great, great person. Thank you. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, just come right on, Ms. Davika, and don't be shy, and let us know. Uh, oh, okay. I would love to know the story of the whole thing. The, the truth, nothing but the truth, so help you God. <laughs> but no, I'm just yeah. I really want to hear about the military. I'm just joking. I really want to hear about the military part. I think that's going to be exciting to hear. I was just kind of looking through your Facebook, and you got, um, it looked like you come from a long line of uh, military people. How did that happen?
5: Um, I think they probably started serving in the war I would say Probably after the Civil War or During the Civil War time It's just been something that um, Several of the family members Have decided to join the military And I just so happen to be one of them
1: Wow I just had to ask you that But go ahead darling I
2: didn't, I just had to ask you that Yeah Um She Tell them about um, how you made it to New Jersey.
0: Uh, uh,
2: my name is Sabica
5: myers Chen. I am originally from San Angelo, Texas, by way of Rockdale, Texas, and Lockhart, Texas. My father was from Rockdale, born and raised. Um, raised, graduated high school. I attended college for a little bit, decided I wanted to Change up, do something a little different Than what my siblings did I joined the military in 97 September 97 I spent two and a half years In the military, I met my husband We had our first child We went to Germany And he wanted to move To New Jersey And so that's where we made our home New Jersey
2: Okay Um (laughs) Tell them how we found (laughs) Tell them how we found After 18 months The paperwork and everything No, no, hold on,
1: hold on, y'all, hold hold on one second. I don't know how I did this, uh, but again, we're learning together here. I want to bring on uh, Otis because he's on the line also, and I remember Otis saying he wanted to to talk with the three of y'all, all all of us together. So y'all just bear with me here. Uh, But let's do this. Uh, Do you mind? Do y'all mind me bringing Otis in the conversation?
0: Oh, no, No. absolutely
1: not. Okay, good, good, because I know he had mentioned I just thought about that. Area code 979451. Otis Duval, are you there?
6: Present and accounted for. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hello.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah, again, that was a bloop on my part. This is just not my day, I guess. I'm making all kinds of mistakes here. But Otis had mentioned earlier that he thought it would be a good idea for all the three of y'all to talk at one time. So I just thought about that. So, Otis, you can go in and join the conversation. And after – uh, Davica does her bio of herself. I guess it may just make sense that you do it one of you. Uh, if 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 that's okay with a darling, uh, if you can put that in there some kind of way, darling, for him to do a bio. Everybody know who he is as well.
2: Okay. Um, um kinda told us a little bit on her bio. Did, did you have anything else, Davica?
5: Not so far. I don't want to give away too many secrets yet.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, tell um, tell them your dad's name because I believe my aunts may remember him from high school.
5: My dad is
2: David Errolman. Okay. Okay. So, now... Um. Okay. We we can flip flop. Now, Otis, go ahead and give your uh bio. All right. Hey, how you, how
6: you good evening, uh, family. Um, David, how you doing? Cause? I'm good oh. and you? I'm alright, I cannot <laughs> complain. Um Darlene, how you doing today? Darlene and I talk about fifty times a week, so how you doing today? Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm she told me about you, Otis.
1: She has told me quite a bit about you for real.
6: All right, watch out now, darling, watch out now. <laughs> hey, it <was> all good, <laughs> it's all good.
0: Hey Yeah, my name
6: is Otis H. That's what everybody calls me when I was a kid growing up in school. Everybody called me by my first name and my middle my middle initial, Otis H, so I just keep I just carry on with it. Otis H Duval. Hey I was born in uh Elgin, Bastrop County, Texas. Uh, that's approximately 50 miles as the crow fly from Rockdale uh, that's approximately 20 minutes uh, east of Austin on US 290 uh, I graduated high school Elgin High uh, I did two years of college and decided I wanted to see what the military had to offer so I enlisted to the military uh, fast forward 26 years later uh, Two thousand nine is when I retired. Uh, I have a total of uh four comeback tours, each tour being a minimum of uh fourteen months. Wow. Uh, I have I have three kids. Uh, my oldest is Joshua, my middle is uh but Jessica and my baby is uh uh Kendall. So uh, uh, ancestry to me has been uh, something that my mother handed down to me uh, in uh, I believe it was 1982. I think it was. She gave me a piece of paper with four names on it, and the rest is history. So that's where we are today. From four names, that's what we are today.
5: Wow. Lesson.
0: Now
1: I wanted to just just kind of jump in just for a second, uh, David. I know you um, you're the one on the east on the East Coast, so we want to be sensitive and respectful of your uh, things, everyday life, and and how late it's going to be for you. I know I just said earlier that you may not may not be able to say the whole show, so. We'll let you, uh, darling. I'm sure you is okay with this. this Kind of lean towards you the first half, and then if you have to go find it, we'll lean towards Otis the second half. So y'all both, we all can talk at the same time. But I'm just saying, probably should lean towards you since you may have to go um, just an FYI, Because I want to remind everybody about your about your limited schedule. But go ahead. Okay. Okay. I think David
2: is gonna. I uh, tell you all how we figured out we would how we were related after eighteen months. <laughs> well I
5: knew growing up when I would come to Rockdale I knew that we were related to the richest family, not just the black descendants, but also the white descendants um in the area. Growing up, I can remember being around my great aunts and great uncles. My grandmother, by the way, her name was Rosa Jean Davis Myers. She came from a, fam- a large family. It was 17 kids. So it was a bunch of great aunts and great uncles and cousins to be around. One particular house I used to love to spend time in was my cousin Anne Marie. She stayed on Vernon Street. And I always loved being there with this atmosphere of home. And at her house, she had the pictures hanging on the wall of my great-great-grandmother, Harriet Richards Floyd, and her daughter, which was my great-grandmother, Arabella Floyd Davis, and her husband, William Davis. So I always admired the pictures, um, not really <laughs> knowing the history. But I would ask questions, where did they come from? I knew they didn't come by chance to Texas. Um, The older I got, the more I wanted to learn. When I went down there when I was 18, that's when I really started asking questions, and it was um, vague vague answers you would get. Well, maybe they came from Virginia or maybe it was West Virginia. We really don't know. I would say, well, how are we related to the Richards? We're just kinfolk. That's all we were ever mm-hmm. told. Mm-hmm. So fast forward <laughs> to four years ago, me and Darlene started speaking on a daily basis. We started researching the family tree. We were able to locate Grandma Harriet's mother's name through her death record. Her death record listed her mother as Julia Richards from Virginia. So we started putting two and two together. I know Darlene and Otis side, if I'm not mistaken, is Uncle Andrew Richards. His records also indicated Virginia as well. So we knew we had a Virginia tie, we just didn't know how. So fast forward to two years ago, we had been working on trying to determine what was the relationship between my two-time great-grandmother and a great-grandfather or two-time great-grandfather, George Richards. We tried all kind of ways. We would write the names down, try to figure out how... (laughs) <laughs> Grandma Julia fitted in the picture Maybe these were her Siblings We had no clue So Darlene had started going To the county clerk's Office and researching records And lo and behold This one day she found An alpha data That was dated in the early 1900s And it oh, really? gave away The relationship Of wow. who And how we were related Darlene, I'll let you take it from there. <laughs>
2: okay, it it actually wasn't nineteen hundred, it was like eighteen eighty six. Okay, and uh I found this paperwork kind of by mistake or maybe I was led there. We kind of thought that our ancestors was teasing with us, you know, they would give <laughs> us a little bit of information. They would give us a little bit of information and they would take it away from us. I mean, we we spent nights up and we were dreaming about this, you know, and um it was it was just something that we really really worked on. But the affidavit that I found, 1886, told me who my third great-grandmother was. And it was the same as Davica. And so that's how we would still be looking if it wasn't today. You know, because blacks, they never really talk about the history. And it's like they um, they really... I guess they were scared to ask questions, you know, because um, it's full of it's full of the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, if you're going to do your research, you're going to come up with some stuff that, you know, you just have to deal with, you know? You know? Um,
6: that is so true.
2: And uh, we actually found out that we come out of... Ch- What's let, let me ask you
1: something. Just, just, just kind of just questioning what you what you guys are saying because it's very interesting. When you say the good, the bad, the ugly, what do you mean? I mean, what kind of mm-hmm. things would you find out about? Maybe not this family, but any family in the world. I mean, what kind of things would you find out that may be like, oh, wow? What kind of things does those tools tell you? Um, well,
7: You'll
6: find just doing your research and. Right. and have your tree established Enough already You'll start running Into second And third cousins In other words what I'm saying is You'll be related to one person More than one way uh, For example I have a auntie cousin Okay, She's my auntie On my daddy's side But she's my cousin on my mother's side so, what? I call I call her Andy Cousins. Okay? <laughs> so, you will find the further back, I, I shouldn't say the further back you go. You you know, you don't have to go very far back to start finding it, but you'll start finding it and you'll start questioning it and it's just the further back you go the more you find. You'll find that right. you're related to a person Born in one or two or three different ways. I have a cousin on 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 my mother's side. Her and I, we're related four different ways. (laughs) You know, How did that happen? But you know how that happens. You know. So to answer the question, the things you'll find, you'll find stuff like that. You'll find you'll find incest. You will find um, you will find. Uh, brothers having children By their sisters That's insane You'll find nephews having children By their aunts I mean this is You're going to find this stuff So if you're going to do this You need to have number one an open mind Number two You have to mm-hmm. have passion to do this to start with And number three uh, You know you can't change it, it, it It's history. Right. right. It happens You know but it's part of family history You know I'm not saying you're going to go out there And you're going to talk about it And put these people's names out there I'm not saying that But you know It's it's family history You know So My deal is If you're going to do this You're going to tell the truth You're going to reflect Whatever in your documents you have You're going to reflect that You're going to see that And uh, Other than that If you're not going to tell the truth What's the point of doing it You know Wow. So, and you'll find on the good side The positive though You'll find those people that, that are historical people Who played professional football Or who was governor Or who was in other parts of politics You know, you'll find those people But you won't find those people If you don't do a full tree If you just do a tree with without, about let's say siblings, for example, you're not gonna find the full story. So, if your uncle has five siblings, you wanna find those five siblings. Because it could be just one of those five that really went on and did something that made an impact, you know, in the in the culture and made an impact in the world. So when you do this, to really reach out there. I say. Not get a big shovel, but get a backhoe, and you dig,
0: <laughs> and you dig, and you dig, and you
6: dig until you just come up with air, you know. And that's that's the attitude yeah. you have to have. That is what you do. Other than that, like I say, why do it? It's not a hobby no more. It may start as a hobby,
7: but after a while,
6: it becomes more of a calling, you know. Wow. So if
0: you go from
6: logging in once twice a week, so like I do,
0: I'm on all day
6: long. Every chance I get, I'm doing something. Every day. Every day. A couple times a day. So, you know, you figure I spend three or four hours a day just doing ancestry stuff. That's average time, three or four hours a day, you know. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, oh, yes.
2: Yeah, a- it I- is. Yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah it's, it's not a part-time day. thing. <laughs> i suppose, <laughs> it, it. It's a it, it 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 uh uh it pull it, it I have a dream I'm gonna show it you guys later on but not right now but uh <laughs> it, it really it pulls you in the deeper you get into it and the deeper you get into it the more you want to learn the more you pull out the more you want to pull out you know and you are gonna hit them dry spots so that's what that what helps when you have a, a, a partnership like we have. You know, when we hit a dry spot, we can always work and go some other direction. You know.
2: And right, sometimes right.
6: You go another direction sometimes, it'll take you back where your dry spot was. You know oh, really? So it's,
0: it's, yes, definitely.
6: So there's it's a thousand different ways of doing this thing. I would say there is no certain way of doing it. Just do it. It's the whole thing, is get in, get your feet wet.
0: Let me mm-hmm. let me say this. Uh
1: I think Oh, this. I was telling Darlene this the other day, and I hope I'm wrong, but but I I just think. Well, I want to ask y'all a question. I'll put it in y'all's lap. What do y'all think? Uh, Why families reserved about? this type of research. I mean, you mentioned earlier, Otis, that they may find something they don't want to see. What are some of the other reservations people have about just simply learning who you are, learning where you come from? It's going to be a little bit, bit, this will always be a little good, a little bad. You know, things you're proud of, things you're not so proud of. But why would somebody not want to? I mean, I have an interest, but I must be honest. Y'all dig a little further than most people would dig. You know, I think I want. I mean, I I would probably dig as far back as Ed and Isabel. Now, that's in one in one regards. At the same time, I'm the same guy that talks about, you know, African Americans being one of the lost tribes of Israel. And that goes back thousands of years. So, in one okay. sense, where script, when it's it's spiritual related, I don't mind digging. But when it's natural related, I, Ed and Isabel, I kind of started getting tired out before that. Before that. What do you think that is? Well, I mean, I don't really know why I'm that way, to be honest with you. I just, to me, this is what I said to Darlene. If we keep digging, we're going to find, we all related on the planet. The whole planet is related. So it's like, how far do you go back? You know what I mean? See anybody feel me on what I'm trying to say? Oh, I hear you
6: exactly, you know. Yeah. Go Darlene, I hear you. Well, no, see
2: he, he made the statement And I don't quite agree with it Because, you know, I have some You know, you still Got these people out there like My my Aunt Emma Emma Joy, she submitted Some paperwork, I don't think she really Knew that She was really giving Us a whole lot, she gave me Ed Douglas's Sister's name And all his his offspring and that that is um, that's, a yeah, lot. that's a lot of
6: information. Huh? That really is. yeah that's a lot of information
2: yeah that was good now it Douglas is very hard to trace I mean you be untangling for a very long time because of all the names and all this and all that but um, I worked on him one night and I swear I got a headache. I stopped because I mean, it's it's very easy to go down the wrong tree. It's very easy to do.
5: Exactly. That. Oh really?
2: It is.
5: With the common yeah. names, really. Common names. You can click on a yeah. tree and think it's actually they're actually related to you. But they're really not.
2: So what? that's one
5: thing you have to be careful.
2: Yeah. That's right. And, and, and what and we've we did as it. black we've people, have all
0: done it too. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: I mean. <laughs> no, uh, you know what we did as black people in the day, you know when the master had a kid, and then the slave had a kid, was well, they would name their kid after the, the master's kid. And when you look at it, you think, wow, this is us. And then when you look again, it's not us. It's it's.
6: It's very easy it's to go down the road. It's through. us, but not us. It's us, but it's the other side of us. Right, yes, right. Yeah. It's the other family. <laughs> you know. It's yes.
5: Family. And that's A lot true. Of time,
6: it rolls into, like what I've discussed recently, and I shared it with uh, Darlene. She saw it right there on the spot. Uh, that turns into sometimes the bloodline. Exactly. <laughs> so. That's what I have experienced here lately. I uncovered uh, a, a serious artery. If you want to put it that
4: way, <laughs> a serious artery,
6: you know, and it was bleeding profusely. You know, when I located, and it just, it's it just amazing. It just, I'm still dumbfounded to this day. Yeah, I mean, in
5: awe. You still in awe?
6: Yes. Yes, and it was even. I think the odd part about this is I knew these people for a long time,
0: you know, but I
6: had no idea that they were bloodlines, you exactly. know, so you talking about uh, when I first started talking to these people was about 1992, 93, somewhere along in there, and me and this guy used to talk quite a bit about his family and my family. And neither one of us knew that we were cousins, talking to each other. We didn't know. You know, and this is mm-hmm. the information I found out approximately uh, a month ago. You know, that me and this mm-hmm. side, we were related. We are cousins. You know, the like love to my mother's side. You know, mm-hmm. and of course, I got a chance to meet some of the living relatives uh past last uh weekend before last, only?
2: Yes, I was with him.
6: I'm his witness. <laughs> yeah, and he was. He. I wasn't shocked, but he was. You know what I'm saying?
3: Because I was prepared
6: for it. Because I've already done the homework. But he he was shocked. But he handled
3: he handled it well.
6: I have to say he handled it well. He played it off. He pretty did. Well.
1: Well, let me ask you this, and I know darling got her questions, but I want to just ask uh, uh, David this this question: What does it do yes. for you? Otis oh, talked about how it he really does a lot of it. I want him to I want him to pick it back off you, and I want to hear a little bit more from him. But what does it do for you to to when you discover that 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 gem, that 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 cousin that you was looking for, that that relative you knew was there but couldn't prove it? what do you what does it do for you?
5: To me, it's like a diamond in the rough because we know our legacy is through them, and they fought a good fight—a daggone good fight. Um, They kept their faith; they never wavered in their faith. So, for me, it draws you closer. They don't just—they're not just names on a page. You know, that's that's your actual ancestor.
6: That's right. That's right.
5: That's your actual Mm -hmm. ancestor. That's and right. if it hadn't been for them, there would be no you. So That's for right. us, huh. you know, looking at the names, sometimes it makes the hair on the back of your neck stand straight up and bring tears in right. your eyes because you wow. know this yep. is my link. This is me. That's
6: right. This is
5: where, mm-hmm. you know, like when we talk about the story with Virginia, the one Theme that was good for us Was we knew we came With the Richards and that's where our name Came from but to actually Discover The actual slave records with them Listed on it and trace Them all the way back to Virginia That's an odd right, feeling right. It's, yeah. Words can't even describe it that's Words right. wow. can't even describe that To know that we're Their living descendants and they most likely yep. came to Texas on a wagon, but they made it. Yep.
6: Wow. And, and wow. today they're living through us today. So they're not—they're exactly. gone, not forgotten, but they're still living in our hearts. You know what I'm exactly. So, wow. Oh, that's us take a breath on that one. That, wow. that gets you right there. You know, and that's <laughs> what I see when I look at that page. When I look at. I don't just see a name on a piece of paper. This is not only my relatives, but this is me. Exactly. This, this is this is me right here, you know. And sometimes, like David was saying, and sometimes you just got to take a deep breath, go and wipe your eyes because, you, you know, your eyes start leaking water. And you
0: can mm, have exactly. you to wipe your face
6: <laughs> and, and, and take a break because sometimes it's like they are in the room with you. Exactly. They stand in so there watching
5: true. you. I've had several dreams like I can um share. Right before Darlene <laughs> made the discovery about grandma Julia and how everybody aligned I had never dreamed of my great grandmother, my grandmother's mother, Arabella. I had only just seen pictures of her. So for her to show up in a dream just out of nowhere and we just sit in there talking. But my grandmother keeps telling me, don't bother her. Don't ask her a lot of questions. That made me want to push even more. I wanted oh, yeah. to know, what are the yeah. answers? Are there hidden secrets?
0: Huh.
2: Yep, yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, you there, know, we we've, we've made
2: some enemies along the way. But I think we made yeah. more friends than enemies. So, wow. You
6: know, exactly.
0: Yeah, and you're gonna get
6: that. Cause you're gonna have family members, you know, distant and we'll push close. Back. That, that, push back. Push back. That's
0: not
6: gonna. That's right. That's not gonna want to talk about it. And my experience has been on that. And talk to my mother, uh, I have to talk to her when I'm trying to get information out of her. I'm not gonna get all at one time. It's going to come a piece here. And then a year later, another piece of the puzzle, another year, <laughs> another piece of the puzzle. And, and I thought that for a while that it was on purpose, you know, that she really didn't want to talk about it or she couldn't remember, and she would sharing it with me as she remembered. Well, that wasn't the case at all. Uh, what I found now, took her back to a time that she was trying to forget. Exactly. Because the mm-hmm. time was very hard. Very hard. So that's why she had such a hard time sharing that information with me. So that put me on notice right there. Something to remember when I'm talking to people. Yeah, I'm all excited. I'm all giddy about getting the information. But it may be a struggle, a struggle that they went through and don't want to. Yeah, that, that's right. true.
5: They put it in Pandora's box,
6: that's and they don't right. want and it open. You come up there, and you trying to open Pandora's box, and they say, no, I can't open this box. Because so you have no mm-hmm. idea you take me back to an error that I'm trying to forget, you know. And you'll find quite.
1: I got a question for Darlene. darling, you had mentioned that you made we made some enemies, of course we don't we're not gonna mention names or nothing like that, but uh, the enemies that that y'all possibly have made, and I'm sure you really have what <laughs> uh, you might have hit this a little bit uh, with people trying to hide stuff, but kind of hit that a little harder What do you think is any other reasons? I mean, why would somebody be upset that Three people or either one of you or two of you want to know history of just where people come from. I don't think y'all are looking per se for what people did. I think y'all are looking more for to see who begat who, just to connect the links like that. I don't think maybe if they did some great things, you would like to know that. But I I would think y'all wouldn't care to hear about somebody that might have killed somebody.
6: No, because that's something that's going to come up in hand. You know, even
0: if you're not mm-hmm. looking
6: for it, it's going to come up.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All
6: that stuff is going to come true. out. It's like going to the – if you have skeletons in your – I'm going to put it like this here. If when you die, <laughs> which we're all going to go that way. And if you have skeletons in your closet,
0: okay,
6: and when you're gone, if you haven't take them skeletons out your closet, And put 'em on the table and say, hey, these are my skeletons. I'm no longer ashamed or afraid. They're not going to hold me a slave, okay? If you leave those skeletons in your closet, one day there's going to be somebody like myself, David
0: DeMond, or Darlene Douglas that's going to come through not necessarily looking for those
6: skeletons,
0: (laughs) but looking for information about
6: you just so happens. That closet with those skeletons in it are oh, attached I, to you. You follow what I'm saying? So that's it, right. It, uh-huh. it, can't, it, can't, it can't help it. It's just one of them deals. So I'm going to tell you what yeah. I learned from that. That made me go back and pull my skeletons out the closet
0: and put them on the table. <laughs>
8: you don't want them
5: to show up later. <laughs> because when they show up later, and
6: if I'm not here, I'm not going to be here to defend myself. You can't defend
2: yourself. It. Right,
6: right. So, I, so I, that's what I did. All I tell you, I put everything on the table. I said, hey, this is what it is, and this is what we're going to go from there. You know, so that's my that's advice true.
7: And I know it's hard to do, and it was hard for me to do, but I had to
6: do it. I had to do it, and it freed me up so much uh, uh, spiritually.
2: and physically. Heavy wow. On. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: So you learn from doing this, you not only learn about your past and your ancestors, but as I say, you can see where the ancestors went off the track and got back on the track, and you can see the ones who stayed on the track. You know, and you learn from both of those. So you learn if they did this, and this is the outcome. If I don't change what I'm doing, that's what the outcome is going to be. You know, so you can see the generational curses. You can see exactly. the generational blessings.
0: You can see on both. Exactly. Look at your mm-hmm. well, well, You see it all. Wow, wow. Well, women. let me just jump in,
1: like in here. Them? Just, just. Well, let me just go, jump in here. We had a few people just join us not too long ago. Uh, family, listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. And uh, we have two guests tonight, the one and only Otis H. Duval and Davika Myers-Chin that has just linked up with Darlene to talk about their um, – their relationship, as well as their research on Ancestry.com, FamilySearch.org, and various tools they use to find a common kinship. They are distant cousins family right here on the line tonight. That's what we're doing. And and later on, they're going to be getting a little bit into the military. Uh, some things, I uh, asked them to do that. And they're going to be talking a little bit about the military because they have that in common. Uh, David because from has several people in her family in the military. We're going to oh. talk about that and maybe that have influenced in some kind of way or another. I don't know. And uh, hopefully we can get the one and only Mr. Otis Duval to talk a little bit about this masonry because he is a mason. And maybe, you know, there's a lot of secrets in the secret world of uh, masonry so maybe you'll be able to uh, talk about um that a little bit so that coming your way more family what i want to do if y'all don't mind right about now is take a short little break or we've we're going to bring on the one and only miss tasha Mahale, where she talks about the three r's recipes remedies and reduced prices we do this every single week just a little bit just a little a little bit off topic uh it's just to kind of um Spice it up a little bit So we'll just t- take a little b- Short break here with uh, Tasha And we'll be back Also we'll go ahead and play the e By the one and only Gwen Burks Y'all may enjoy this as well uh, David Can notice? I don't think y'all have ever heard this But um, if you like it You just hit, hit go to my Facebook And hit up Miss Gwen Burks And she can put you on the list But i tell you what Why don't we do this We'll actually go to Um uh, let's see. I, I have so much, so many options here. Sometimes there's too many options. But let's go to Miss Tasha first. So we'll be right back, folks. i uh, will take a little short break. But I'm really, really enjoying this. Want y'all to know that. And I thought that would happen once we get the three of y'all talking. I mean, man, it's a lot more difficult than I thought. It's a lot more involved than I thought. And uh, oh, it's no wonder you spent so much time doing it. This is not something really small. This is
2: this is pretty
1: involved, my brother. This this is not something small. And I want you to DNA. Yeah, 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 and uh, it is not small. I didn't think it would be, but I mean, it really is complicated. I mean, this is not nothing to play with. So, folks, we'll be right back. We'll be right back.
8: family, I'm excited to be here with you once again and anxious again to share with you recipes, remedies, and reduced prices with the hopes that it will add a little flavor, healing, and some change in your pockets. Again, my name is Tasha, and the first R in our 3R segment is recipes, and guys, I love simple, quick meals, so I'm going to share with you another uh, crock pot meal. If there's uh, you know, meal types, like something I'm interested in getting into is uh, pre-making meals, you know, using freezer bags and preparing for the whole week or something like that. If you guys are interested in that, please give me a holler. That would be great I, um, for me to kind of start looking into. It's something that my ben- my family would benefit from as well. Okay, back to the recipes. Um, creamy Italian chicken is what uh, I love to make. It's one of those easy ones. You can use your slow cooker. It only uses five ingredients. Most of the time we always have these things around the house anyway, so it's one of those meals that I tend to turn to when I've, you know, run out of ideas and just want something quick and easy. Uh, But what you need is a pound and a half of chicken breast, uh, a bar of cream cheese, a can of cream chicken soup, a pack of zesty Italian salad dressing mix, and you can uh, season with garlic as well. You can garnish it with parsley and Parmesan cheese if you have that. Now, you can mince your garlic or you can buy, uh, you know, you can use fresh garlic, whichever one uh, you prefer. It's all you do is put in the... Uh, Crock-Pot, guys, is easy. So you place everything in the slow cooker. You cook cook on low for about seven hours. So by the time you're done at work, it should be done. You can serve this on top of uh, uh, pasta, which is usually <clears throat> an easy way for it to do it. Uh, it. It should be a pleaser for everyone, even the small kiddos in your home. So uh, tell me how you guys like that. And uh, we're on to the next R in our 3R segment, which is remedies. Um, I know I cover a lot of vitamins, but I think we're deficient in so many things. A lot of the things that we can get, we can definitely get um, just in the way we eat. And uh, in this particular case, you can just get it by going out into the sun. Uh, Vitamin D. Vitamin D is very, very important, especially um, for African Americans in particular. I don't think we get it enough. It takes a lot more for us to uh, get the benefits of vitamin D because we have to be outside a little longer because the melanin in our body actually uh, slows down the absorption, if you will. Um, so for us, for instance, you know, um, one of our light, lighter skin counterparts, they may be outside for nine minutes, and that may be enough for them. We may have to be out there an hour. So nowadays people are not getting outside nearly enough. Um, and so vitamin D uh, is, is, you know, finding that most people are deficient in this vitamin, uh, even small kiddos because kids are not even getting outside. But it's very important um, our bodies, uh, adequate vitamin D intake is important for the regulation of calcium and the maintenance of healthy bones and teeth, and it's suggested to, to supply a protective effect against multiple diseases and conditions like cancer, type 1 diabetes, and multiple sclerosis. And so we see, you know, people, you know, diseases and things are running rampant, and a lot of it's just everyday things we're not getting enough of. So it's so important to get out there and get that sun, but... If you if you know that you can't or you're just you know not able to as much, especially depending upon what type of work we do, um, it's it's definitely one of those things that it's okay to, to do supplementation. There's a plant the plant based uh, variety of vitamin D is vitamin D, and you'll see the subset three, so vitamin D three, and it's actually the most uh, it's easily absorbed in the body uh, that particular one. So when you're out shopping, look for that. So again, what it does is it helps to maintain the health of bones and teeth. It helps to support the immune system, brain, and nervous system. It regulates insulin and diabetes. It supports lung function and cardiovascular health. It also influences the expression of genes uh, involved in cancer development. So it's it's a very, very good one, guys. And one of those things that um, I do actually take as a supplement uh, just because I know I don't get outside nearly enough. And, and it's right now in Texas, it's so hot, it's almost impossible to be out in this sun, uh, so uh, it's it's also great for you know uh, you know elderly people uh, because you know it reduces the risk of fracture by twenty percent in the elderly and decreases the risk you know when 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 they're you know when there's risk of falls and things like that. So um, guys, get out there and get your vitamin D if you can via the sun. If not, guys, go ahead and take a supplement for that. Always, always, always uh, check with your healthcare provider uh, before doing so. Um, The third R in our three R segment is uh, reduced prices. Now, I'm I'm going to share with you a few that that are great for for kiddos, and also some tips for back to school. Uh, The first one is a free Apple. The Apple retail stores actually do this every year. It's a free Apple Kids Camp for kids ages eight to eleven. I'm sorry, to twelve. You do have to make reservations. Um, I will provide a link in the email. But they uh, host these camps to sort of promote the STEM sort of movement, you know, science, technology, engineering, mathematics movement. And we're really trying to get our kids kind of involved more and more in that and those types of fields. And so these camps last an hour and a half per day. It's a great activity to be able to do something with the kids, get out of the house. Um, you do have to be present with them. But, again, it's free. And, you know, the Apple Store is a very cool, uh, sleek-looking place, so it will be a fun opportunity to go out and do something different the three camps that they do offer is coding coding games and programming robots. The second one is interactive storytelling with iBooks. Stories in Motion with iMovie is the last one. Uh, again, it's free. So take your kiddos between 8 and 12. Uh, the only requirement is that you have to sit there with them. But um, it's a perfect, perfect, perfect opportunity. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with um, – uh, the online uh, used clothing sort of uh, stores—they're um, popping up all over the place. I'm going to tell you about two of them. Uh, Thread Up—it's uh, having a semi-annual clearance sale, and the prices start as low as 99 cents. And they're also giving a $20 credit for new members. Um, what I love about these particular stores is that uh, because they are, uh, you know, uh, used clothes, t- typically what happens—you can get some higher-end uh, pieces for next to nothing. It just kind of depends on what type of shopper you are. Uh, I like to shop for things like jeans (laughs) in places like this. I don't really do tops too much, that's just a personal thing for myself, Um, but jeans sort of, they can stand, you know, they're very durable and so you pretty much get what you get. Um, I don't want to discourage anyone from purchasing dresses or uh, 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 shirts, it's just sort of my thing. I tend to typically purchase jeans and things like that from thrift type places, but they uh, host you know, um, clothing from designer brands like Bebe, Theory, White House, Black Market, and more. So you can get out there and get some really, really good uh, deals. And, again, you get a credit to start. Shipping is free on orders of $50 and more. Otherwise, the flat rate of shipping is only $5.99. So saves you, you know, getting outside, <laughs> even though we need to. Uh, and you can get some good deals there. There's another one, a new one, which uh, benefits schools. Um, and the profits that they make from selling these these clothes actually goes directly to the schools. The, the website is called Schoola.com. It is uh, it's it's again an online used clothing store. People send clothing in, you know, to the, for the benefit of uh, raising money for schools. So right now they have 50% off of all purchases and free shipping for our. Uh, Kids clothes and guys you can literally depend upon what you're doing. You can get free clothes this way Um, And this is for new members. There is a code that you use uh, explore That allows you to get you know the free shipping and things like that But um, I'm going to actually give you guys a link which will give you that free $20 credit on both of those um, For new for new uh, people coming in so guys these are great opportunities something new something different uh, some at, at school a lot of these clothes have tags on them, so uh, it it be a great opportunity for you to uh, score some nice things and save some money at the same time. So uh, that covers everything, guys, in our segment. I really do hope and pray that um, you know some of this stuff, you know, you can take advantage of and it's useful for you. Um, it's been a pleasure sharing all this information with you. Thank you again, Uncle Seth, for allowing me to be a part of this program. God let us continue to grow, inspire, and connect with one another. Until next time, God bless.
7: Happy. Good morning and happy Monday. This is Gwen Burks with the Christian Women's Unity Alliance eCourager. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. 2 Corinthians 9, 6. Remember is a command from God. He knows how I tend to forget. I forget that Christ is always close by, even when he feels distant. I forget the Holy Spirit is ever available to comfort my heart, especially when I feel fearful. I forget my Heavenly Father is gracious to give me wisdom when I face uncertainty. I remember not to forget. What does God want you to remember? Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Remember Christ's sacrifice when you take the Lord's Supper. Remember it is more blessed to give than to receive. Remember to forgive liberally, for you have been fully forgiven by your Heavenly Father. Remember in your own strength you live exhausted and defeated, but by the power of Christ you live energized and victorious. Every day we are wise to renew our minds with what God thinks of us. We are his precious child. Our mind may experience momentary memory block, but in prayer we take captive each thought for Christ, and he helps us to remember. This has been a Christian Women's Unity Alliance eCourager. Be blessed, and as always, be encouraged.
1: And there you have it. The one in- one and only Gwen Burks. And uh, that's the E-Carriage as well as Tasha doing her thing, talking about the three R's, recipes, remedies, and reduced prices. Well, Otis, your line is open. Uh, Davica, your line is open. And Darling, your line is open. Just finishing the conversation here, folks. You tune into the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. And we have guests in the house talking about a little bit of this, a little bit of that, where it relates to ancestry research. So, darling, I'll just put the, put the mic in your hands and let you just kind of take off with it, if you don't mind.
2: Um, i like to talk a little bit about, well, ask them a little bit about DNA, because Otis and I had um, a cousin that we believe had a lot of information for us. Can you hear me pretty good?
1: Yeah, I think, yeah.
0: perfect, perfect
2: Okay Well, this lady took a whole tree off
0: Yeah Because
1: Our, She did what? Yeah.
2: This was we a white had, lady had and she, <laughs> We had approached her
6: We had approached her And uh, I think she was from I don't remember She was from Colorado, it was I believe she was from Colorado Okay, okay, and um, I think at that time we all was hitting on her because we knew in our heart of hearts that she had some answers, and huh. uh, and she eventually she just pulled a tree down, so we can't. I don't even see her. I don't see her
1: anywhere.
5: How do you pull your tree down?
6: You, you just, delete the tree. Uh,
5: You delete
3: the
1: truth. Or just block people from seeing it. Right. Mm -hmm. I wonder what she was trying to hide. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe she wasn't hiding anything. Wow. That's
6: that's, that's still some people. I'm going to put it out there. That's still some people, you know, in in America that have a hard time with, um, I might have some black folk just reload, just blood. And 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 it's vice versa. We have black folks that still have that has a problem. We have some white folks as blood. I'm gonna say it just like that. So it it, it it's on both sides. It goes both ways.
1: I, I guarantee I it's lopsided, though, Otis. I guarantee it's I, lopsided.
6: I, I really, I'm gonna beg you different on that.
1: <laughs> I, I
6: really am. That was a time in my life. I would agree with you on that. But
5: huh.
6: the more, the more, the more I did, the further back I go, the more, the, the more I expand my knowledge base. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I I
0: personally think it's it's kind of almost even. <laughs> yeah, the reasons may
6: be different. The reasons may be different. You know, but it's there. That's my well, you know, uh,
1: family Otis and I talked a little bit about this earlier, and I told him he's actually backing up something I've been saying on this show for a while, and that is that all white people and black people are really the same, just one of them have more pigmentation. The father only put two people in that garden, and those people are the mothers and fathers of the entire planet. If you're not from That's those right. two people, you're Martian or something. And so, and we Boy's know black off, is the dominant gene. We know that all colors is inside of black. All you can, you can get everything out of black color uh, skin. You can get everything out of black hair. All color hairs come from black. All color eyes come from dark eyes. So they have to be the mothers and fathers of civilization, but some kind of way, we just have a hard time.
0: Uh,
6: with
0: that, okay, but go ahead. Go well, ahead. Well, reality. Yes, that's it.
6: And that's something that somebody hit on a while ago was uh, on DNA side. DNA don't know skin color. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it doesn't know skin color, although it breaks it down for you, you are, It breaks it down for you who you are. You know, if you are a pure breed or if you are high 57. So to me, I'm a high 57 because I'm 14 different in this Okay? But in the, at the end of the day, DNA don't know color. It just knows DNA, you know. And when you look at your DNA results, you don't just see black folk. You see black folks high yellow. You see black folks dark skin. You see brothers from 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 South America on your tree. You see European. You see a little bit of everything. Cause why? You share the same DNA. It has nothing to do with people. people well, you know, you
1: know what? You uh, know what? Otis darling calls y'all the Dream Team, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I think I want to hire y'all. To do something that I already know, but I think if y'all put y'all's signature behind it, people will take me more serious. And that is about the DNA of African Americans, where it relates to the scriptures. I ain't going to get too deep in it now, but I would love for y'all to take that same research and take it to the scriptures, because I know y'all can do it, and present a
0: oh, yeah. just a
1: strong, united uh, findings of what happened with regards to who the real people of that bottle is. But that's another subject. But I know y'all can do it with that kind of research. With that kind of research and dedication that OSU have, you say you spend three hours roughly a day. That's dedication, okay. man. That's not something that's not a, a hobby to you. That's this is y'all's life. Maybe y'all's calling. I mean, I know y'all work well, on jobs, and you have yeah. careers and all of this, and you've been to the service. Oh, yeah. But i got a feeling there's something spiritual going on with the three of y'all that you
6: may not even have a clue about, maybe. Well, mm-hmm. it's no <laughs> doubt about And I'm going to share a dream with you guys. And I know Darlene know this dream. That, I'm not sure if you know it. But if you don't know it, you're going to know it now. Okay. Uh, along
0: with everybody, along with everyone
6: <laughs> else. <laughs> oh, my uh, it was about a year well it was about a year a year or so ago Darlene and I was working on this little project and uh it was more my project than it was hers. She just helping me out on it. And uh and we hit a wall. You know, it was just a brick wall. It's on my mother's side of the family and we had just hit a brick wall, couldn't go around it, couldn't do anything, you know, stand there and look at it. And uh I had this dream. I had this dream that I was in the room with three black people, two men and one woman, dressed in period clothing. and The period is the late 1800s.
7: Uh, they were well dressed.
6: It was kind of cold that day, because I remember being cold. I remember the wallpaper on the wall, the details of the wallpaper. One of the men reached over and he lit a kerosene lantern. I could smell the kerosene. And I knew they were there. But if they knew I was there, they never led on to it. Okay. And uh and I woke up. And I woke up feeling like I ran a hundred miles, you know. But after that the tree opened up.
4: They and they had run. I
6: have I I have not seen that wall since and that tree has opened up, I mean, it's like opening the faucet up on, on a, uh, the valve open on the faucet and not closing. it. It just, it, it's, it's been running ever since. And mm. I have been able to identify two of those people. Oh.
5: Huh. And they're in your tree. Yes, <laughs> they are in
6: my tree. They are. The two men are brothers. And they're both wow. at half but I have not been able to identify the female. But I've been able to identify the, male, the females. Yes. So I'm getting goosebumps. God works in oh.
5: mysterious oh. ways. Yes. God works in mysterious ways. That's right. what I always tell my kids. Doing the research is good for me, but I want my daughter, Trinis, and my son, Tyron, to carry on that legacy, to know where yes. you come from. Because I truly believe you don't know where you're going until you know where you come from.
6: I believe that also.
5: Yeah,
2: I said that last week. I believe that.
6: I believe that. You know, and that has, mm-hmm. you know, meeting you two guys. I'm gonna say it here in front of everybody, meeting you two guys
7: um, have changed my life. Really? Tremendously. Yes. Oh. Because
6: it took. The research, not just our relationship, and not just the spirit of corps and the camaraderie that's in that, but you know, I take this back to the biblical, I put this in a biblical term. You know, two or three or more. That's in my, pre- you know, that's that's. Gather yeah, my name. And in my,
7: in my name,
6: I'm also present. And mm-hmm. and that's how I see it. Because I see a lot of that when I'm working in the tree. When I'm working in the tree, my life is different versus outside the tree. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but that's the way it is. And and I take that with me every day because I, I feel different. Because I feel like I know my ancestors. And I feel different every day. I'm a, Confident every day, you know. I see the world differently. I not only see the world through Otis's eyes, but I see the world also more with a uh, um, a biblical worldview. You know, I understand the scriptures better now than I did before. Why? Because they come, they go hand in hand.
5: Exactly. Our Lights lives are in His hands to live by. Yep, yep.
6: And it's through our will we choose the way. That's, that's right. So when you get we to that choose point, the way. That's right.
5: That's right. Wow. Wow. Let me
6: ask y'all. Look,
1: right. uh, Go ahead. Let me ask y'all this. This either, either three y'all. Um, <laughs> You mentioned a little bit, Otis, I believe, and I'm not for sure, uh, David. You might have mentioned it too, but messages from those that have passed. Have you gotten mm-hmm. anything, or can y'all remind us if you did mention it earlier things you've heard from those that have passed messages you might have gotten? And I know people might say, "Wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't we you won't believe the top <laughs> of your head?" But you, <laughs> <laughs> you know how there are you. How can I say this? We're talking about in dreams now. And and the father do work in dreams, family, just so y'all know. So they That's might right. say, oh, That's right. our dream, the relative told me this, but it is the father using the dream. So anything right. y'all might have heard from families, You know, any, anything or impressions you might have felt? That, that means, you know, when I say impression, I mean you saw them and they didn't say anything, but they said something, so to speak.
5: You know. Yes, the dream with my great-grandmother. I believe she was trying to let us know that we was on the right path. Yes. But I like I yes. told Darlene, her accent when she was talking, it was so much different than what mine is. Even though we all from the yes. South, hers was more deeper and more Southern. Right. So I truly, right. when I told Darlene, I didn't, I understood her at that time, but when I woke up, I didn't know. But it had to been a, a reason why she would just show up and for her to show up at her daughter's house. Right. Huh. And both of them right. are
6: deceased. That's right. Well, that's the same with these two black gentlemen and this one uh, female. Well, those two gentlemen, one was my great-great-grandfather, and the other one was his brother, my great-uncle. Yeah. And I identified and uh, so ever since then, I have not seen them or no one else. But what I get now, when I go to certain places, I don't know if y'all ever experienced when you go to certain places. The days location. I
2: move?
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I get yes.
6: that all the time. You know, when you felt like you've been there before or it's someone there that was waiting on you. And they kind of help you through it. They kind of help you with the hamsters, you know. They kind of help you through things, you know. And uh, the deeper I get, the more I experience that.
5: True. Very true. I have to agree. It doesn't
6: scare me wow. Because, you know. It's not I, I've scary. Been experiencing the, no, because I've been experiencing the deja vu since I was eight years old. So I've been Same having this going on since I was eight years old. And a lot
7: of it
1: now is coming to pass. Well, you know, uh, I believe, uh, according to 1 John 2 and 20, that um, we have an unction, a nudging, uh, if you will, from the Holy One, from the Holy Spirit. And the Scripture says you know with all things. Now, I know somebody says well, wait a minute, you don't know all things. But really and truly, 1 John two twenty says that you have an answer from the Holy One, and you know all things. That scripture is not there in vain. I do believe that if we be quiet enough and be still enough, I'm not talking about according to the ears. I'm talking about in spirit. I do think a lot of answers are right there for us, if it's for the Father, if it's with us to know. I just think we're so busy, especially in America, we just can't hear the Father. And this is why we need ministers and so forth who's supposed to be in, in that place. But a lot of them so busy, they're not in the place either. So um, I think this deja vu, this nickname we give it, is nothing more than Something we've known before, or something, it's just uh, all answers is inside of us. We have the holy, you know, and I'm mainly talking about those that's been born again. I I'm, I'm definitely have to say that first, but I do think it's oh. something part of us that 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 knoweth all things, and I can't get around that scripture. Well, I agree with
4: you, hmm. I agree
6: with
0: that. Yeah, I just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree as yes, yes, well. So, yes,
6: that's why I say, since we've been doing this, I can see. And understand the scripture's better, you know, because this exactly. goes hand in hand. You, know, I can understand you see it differently. Yes, you do. Right. There you go, You see there. it differently. Right. You, it differently.
5: You, see, you see life differently. And for our family, yeah. I know they were heavily, 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 heavily spiritual. They all attended one church. I think, Darlene, you told me that church they was like the first members up in there, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a, a spirituality that I must say that all of them passed down. I can hear, I have to ask a cousin, but it just seems it's a song, Lord Lift Me Up, Where We Belong. Every time I hear that song, I think of my great aunt, Aunt Laura May. I remember her listening to that song. It still gives me chills to this day, but I love that song. I love that song. And it's just the spirituality of being around them, and it definitely was a good thing, and it definitely played a great factor in my life. Yeah.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, I must say, I must say, and uh, darling, you're a little quiet, but I guess it's good you let them just talk, get that out. Uh, but uh, don't we wanna hear from you as well. I know you got a lot more to say, darling. Darling has been educating us all along for the last forty weeks about different things she's finding. So I guess she's just letting y'all have y'all turn. But let me just say this, uh, family, Douglas Kennedy family. What these the guests is talking about tonight is very, very important. So important. And uh maybe you again, you might not buy into i mean i've heard people say crazy stuff like well why are we digging all this up you know it's just a bunch of people that right, didn't have much right. money they <laughs> didn't have fame they didn't have really power they were slaves and they were cotton pickers why do y'all want to pull all it up i have somebody actually say something stupid like that you know like we forget mm-hmm. that whites was picking cotton too some of them and uh a lot That's of their awesome. history is wrapped up in ours and they may be proud Irish whatever now, but they was back there doing the same thing this was a a gr- a me out with the word uh, uh, agriculture culture what is it a great a agrarian culture help me out y'all
0: yeah.
1: these big yeah. words agrarian yeah. a Agarian, ag- yeah, <laughs> y'all know what I'm saying but back right. then everybody had farms everybody, everybody had muse city again
5: the irrigation, they were the irrigation of the land, watering
1: and pulling and everything. Else. No, I wasn't talking of irrigation. I was just talking about the whole. It's just a word for meaning uh, agriculture, people that of the agriculture. But they were the same as us. All I'm trying to say, uh, they were like us. If people had mules, they had donkeys, they worked the land. It wasn't no corporations and tall skyscrapers. People was working the land. That was it. So. You know, our people should hold their head up proud, especially family, if they happens to be here in the United States as slaves, according to prophecy, being of the, the, the uh, chosen, the uh, one of the lost tribes of Israel. There's no reason the world doesn't hold their head down they got select. So, you know, we got to get our facts together, get our history together, and what the guest is talking about tonight, this is a part. This is all a part. Because they may not know I'm just gonna say this. I'm just gonna say it how I feel it. Y'all can just, y'all can, y'all can respond.
0: <laughs>
1: but Otis, Darlene, and David, I'm telling y'all right now, if you keep researching, sooner or later, you're gonna find yourself in Jerusalem. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, yeah. You're gonna find yourself
0: oh, yeah. staring Absolutely. at
1: Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's where it ends. And so, what? yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh well,
6: let me but just this, I just let me put
0: this in Since you brought it up. And yes, I
6: please. Add this in there. Um, was talking about history. And and this is something I, I I failed or forgot to add in earlier. But when you start when you're doing your family research, your history on your family, it becomes bigger than just your family. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is when you find out that you have the epiphany that school did not do you justice. There you go. Society did not do you justice as far as the correct depiction of history. Period. Exactly. You, find out, you find out that history is not personally, spiritually, historically, family, culturally, you find out that not what the history books saying is. You find <laughs> something completely different, completely totally different. different. And, and this is going and using several thousand different resources, not just one or two or three resources. This is a couple hundred thousand, couple hundred and a couple thousand different resources that you're using. That that's saying something completely different from what you learn and organize class in school.
1: I'm so glad so you said
6: that. I say hey, that to but say man. this. Do not go and hey, what history you learn in school, that's great. That's just enough to get you started. But put right that way. to the side. Put that to the side. And do your own thing, your own research and you'll find out. The history that you put to the side is not exactly honest. That's all I'm going to say on that one. It's not exactly honest.
2: You gonna do your research,
6: your own
2: research. They found so this today. the uh, my! Three yeah. teachers in DC were fired for teaching Black history lessons.
0: Yeah, I remember real that. Real and I, yeah, I remember that. Blacks, you know, and
6: blacks have more in history. And what
2: the no, fuck? no, no, no. It's been a year ago. Exactly. I'm looking at it now. A year ago, they
0: fired three. Are
1: you there? Yeah, we're we we here. We here. We here. I hear some talking, but go ahead.
7: Okay.
2: Just, um, I guess my earpiece will out. But yeah, a I year ago you they fired it. three. Oh,
0: there you go. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, David.
2: That's Darlene. Oh, Darlene, go
0: ahead.
2: Okay. I I was reading this where I'm not sure what all you all heard, but three social studies teachers in Washington, D.C. were fired for teaching black history lessons, Mm -hmm. the real black history lessons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We
4: have to
5: identify, you know, that we come from a strong, united front through family that worked hard. And although the times were hard after slavery, they made it out. And each and every one of them saved their money. They had their own houses. They had their own farm. They did yeah, their own right. thing on their own.
6: But the problem yeah. they had, though, after that, during Reconstruction, that there mm-hmm. was no market for them no you know it no. was no market for them so that's where you get the sharecropper thing in you know they, yeah. they had to go back over to the old boy over there work a deal out with him and
0: work on. so
6: they can make some money that's right and that's the problem today with black America we really don't have a market like the other side you know no well, l- let me
1: ask you something, if I may uh, kind of switch gears just a little bit here. You're talking about history. We was talking about the lineage, and, and y'all hit that really good. Uh, y'all did a very good job on that, and you're not done, I'm sure. But I just want you to know, so far this show has been, been very interesting. Anybody listening, we have not lost one phone line. One person have hung up since earlier. We've had more call people to call but nobody has hung up. And I wanna just since I'm on that, I might as well just remind everybody if you clicked on the link, if the way you listen to this show is you clicked on the link you got 90 seconds to call the phone line, as you will be disconnected. In other words, if you listen to the show by clicking on a link and not by calling a phone number, you'll be disconnected in about one minute. Here's what you got to do: you got to call this phone number, okay? Write this down, family. Get a pen. 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 It's nine one four two zero five 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 nine zero. It's on the show information there on both Ed and Isabel' page, as well as. Uh, the uh, emails and texts are sent out. Again nine one four two oh five 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 nine oh you better call it now or you will be disconnected, okay? And those of you on the phone lines, y'all know the rule. Do not hang up. Do not hang up is you will not be able to call back after ten o'clock. We only contract to ten. We get a great period of an hour every single show and that's what we're gonna be on in the next starting now. So um, anyway, go ahead, go right ahead. I just just had to get that in there. But what I was I know I was I'm the one that was talking got a question and that is to you (laughs) Otis (laughs) and uh, that is y'all been talking about the family now you get into the history Otis I don't know how much you can get into the whole um, you know and I want y'all to jump in with military I kind of want to mix it up really with military and the whole masonry thing now I know there's a lot of secrets and a lot of things I'm not going to put you on the spot I know some things you cannot share I understand that but what in history, can you share where it relates to the rise of black men? And, hold on, folks, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, it, This thing does that. It has nothing to do with me. Blog talk. Anybody believe in the show? You let the time? It. know Please it happens. It just sense happens. Sense. We are so lucky to hold on, on, hold on one Please welcome to the stage. The
0: fabulous. Hold
1: this, this thing is going crazy. But anyway, <laughs> so... The question is, uh, Otis, with regards to masonry and history, I've heard a lot of talk about masons. The whole secrets is the is is I don't know what all you can say now, but I've been told that most masonic lodges is in Europe and in America, pretty much in where whites are. And that is the truth. I've researched i got a book right under my knee right now. It's about 500 pages. And it's got all these Masonic lodges and secret societies. And most of them is in Europe and the United States. question to you is, why is that? That's number one. Number two, why come they're not in Africa? Africa is almost, they have them. But it's very, 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 very few. Almost none. It's not say none compared to Europe and the United States. So it's almost like... The big elephant in the room. Why is there secrets? What secrets are they holding? And I've heard lots of people, like Farrakhan and various many other people, many many other people say that the secrets have to do with holding down Black history, Black accomplishment, the 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 the, the whole the, the whole thing with the with the uh, the, the temple. It's all, any kind of masonry you get into sooner or later, they're going to start talking about the building and the temple, Solomon's Temple. So I don't know how much you can go into it, man. It's probably going to be about a two-minute conversation, but <laughs> help me out here, brother. What, on. what is this? It's fact of
6: fiction. Fact of fiction. <laughs> uh, to answer your first question,
7: I uh, cannot answer
6: that. Uh, it's not that I don't want to answer it. I do not know the answer to that.
7: Uh, I,
6: haven't, I have never heard it you know, specifically like that. Uh, I've been a Mason since 1984, and I've heard a lot of stuff. I've heard a lot of bad stuff. I've heard stuff that people say that it was that it's not, you know. But to answer that question that you did ask, I do not have an answer for that.
7: I don't know if that's
6: truth or fiction that I could not say. Uh, why there are no, or why there are various Amount of masonic lodges in Africa. Uh, I cannot answer that except for uh, you petition the Grand Lodge. You know, and that's what it takes. When you gonna open up a lodge, you have to petition the Grand Lodge. And in order to petition the Grand Lodge, number one, you must be a mason yourself. You know, in good standing. You know, you have to be a mason in good standing when you petition the Grand Lodge you know, to open up a local lodge. So if there's no petitioning going on, well, there's not going to be no lodging going on. That's, that's all I can say. I don't know if anyone over there are, is petitioning or not. Uh, I know I've been all over the world three or four
0: different times,
6: and just about everywhere I've gone, uh, I've been challenged Masonically by someone who cannot talk my language.
7: The only language we could talk was
6: Masonic. You know, so um, I'm, I guess I'm saying everywhere I've gone in the world, uh, I've been able to uh, practice Freemasonry anywhere in the world, whether that was oh. a large there or not or a grand
1: large day or not. Well, let me ask you a question. Have you two questions. You've been to Africa, number one. Yes, sir. What parts? May I this,
6: this ask? It, it was northern Africa. We're talking about Egypt.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, well, that's, that's a little different. I mean, that's 100% Africa, but if it's not Egypt.
0: that Egypt and
6: everybody ancient Egypt. Egypt. Yeah, see, everybody forget Egypt is in Africa, you know. Big time.
0: Everybody
6: forgets that. You know, well, I know it's not Ethiopia, you know, I understand that. I know there's it's a difference that, but it, it is still in Africa. Now, I haven't been down to South Africa or the middle part of Africa. I've been up more on the northern end. You know, okay. Well, okay. That, Here's the second. Okay.
1: I, well, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just I'm not, I got just jumping here, looking at the clock. But go ahead. I want you to tell us where no, you've been. Okay. You say you've been northern. I've been northern,
6: and I've been challenged on the northern. end. When you say challenge, what do you mean? Um, uh, uh, that's when someone who suspects you as being a Mason, and there are certain signs. That we can display. It's like a silent language. No one has to say anything. It's just a sign here. Now, sir.
1: Now you're not talking about the fingers, the uh, bot, what is it, bot? Uh, I can't think. You know what I'm talking about, right? The uh, Illuminati sign, are you? About,
6: well, you know, Illuminati, that's a whole different world.
1: Okay, whole I world. understand, but that you know the sense sign sense. I'm talking about. You know the. You know the sign where the Parliament sign, the old Parliament sign with the hand, the way you hold up the 2 ending fingers and you're holding down the two middle fingers? You're not talking about that sign, are you? So I know, I'm know. i not going to ask you what the sign is. I'm just saying. Yeah, you not know.
6: that's not what we're talking about. No, we're talking about is something that would not be obvious. If you did that, that's going to be obvious to someone standing by. going to say, what in the heck is going on with that? You know, okay, I, I got you. So yeah, I've been, our been trying to be a They're more subtle. They're more subtle. They are movements that the average person makes every day. We just do just a slight bit different. And only another Mason will recognize that. Okay, so when they
1: challenge you, what do they do?
6: Uh, well, you have a choice. If they're going to throw the sign. You have a choice to ignore them or to answer them. And if you ignore them, they're going to assume that you don't know what you are talking about. So they're going to think you're not a Mason. But if you answer the challenge, then he'll up to Annie. I'll have the option of up to Annie. And he can, up the, he can go up to another sign, and then you answer with another sign, and then you can go from there to something more verbal. And, well, and
1: let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this because it's going to be on the same question. Uh, when he mm-hmm. what make you throw the initial sign? I mean, are you at the mall or you at what make you throw a sign in the first place? Because there's billions of people around you. Why would you throw a masonry sign up? You do it at the airport. You do it around certain elite people. You what make you even throw it up in the whoever goes first? What make you throw up the sign?
6: Usually, you would do that. If you are in distress, like if you need help or an emergency, you know, or you don't broke down on the side of the road because you had a flag, or something like, something along those lines, usually that's when it's used. Usually that's when it's used. But uh, on a personal
7: note,
6: uh, I got challenged. Uh, I was standing a certain way that I didn't realize I was standing. And that's how I got challenged. And when he challenged me, I said, what the heck's going on here? Then when I look at my body posture, I said, oh, okay, my bad. You know, so I went ahead and answered the challenge.
1: Well, let me ask you this. And I'm sure a lot of people is listening now even more. I mean, all this is good. Y'all done a very good job on the show. So, ladies, don't let us bore you. Then. y'all jump in with the question as well. But this is very interesting. So let me ask you this. What's the purpose of it? What's the benefit of it? I mean, you mentioned flat on the side of the road. I'm sure that is not the only benefit. What What's the real benefit with somebody wanting to be a Mason? What What's the benefit, the big benefit? I did this mainly, Seth, because.
6: Well, the, the benefit there is for those, I'm going to put it out there, or for those men uh, who really, and this is my take on it, who really grew up without a male figure In other words, they don't know what manhood is And in my opinion, there's only one manhood And that's biblical manhood That's it Exactly Well, when you come into the Masonic Order That's hand in hand A lot of people don't know that And a lot of people don't believe that But it is They say, true.
5: Y'all it's true
4: you know the Masonic order and 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 uh, the Bible—they go
6: hand in hand. So of course, you cannot be in it if you if you are not. Let's put it like that, you know. So for those young men who's not in the Word, who's not in the church, this is a way. This is a tool that I use when I need to to bring him into the Word. You know. It's like it, you follow what I'm saying, you know. And no, no, really, you actually kind of kinda lost
1: me. Let me tell you why you lost oh, okay. me. you, can, a, you can help a, find I'm me because you speak speaking Bible and you're speaking following Christ, but we're talking about a Masonic order that's European in statue and uh, right. three times a place three times bigger in America is not even invited in the club. So help me out. Well, I don't
6: dig. You know, uh, I will say, you know that the background of it is biblical. As far as I'm gonna go on, oh that, yeah. I'm go, Any fuss, oh I'm yeah. Get in trouble. Okay, so
1: I understand. Uh, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave yeah, it. I'm we back at the, hey, out there. Hey hey, Otis. <laughs> we back at the top. We back at Solomon's Temple. I know exactly where you're going with that, though. And I'm not Mason, folks. Just okay. so y'all know. Maybe I should be. I don't know, but I'm not. Just so y'all know. Well, that was pretty interesting, pretty interesting, and I think people can see. I think there's, le- there's levels of masonry. I heard that the people that laid out Washington, D.C. was masons, uh, people that wrote your Constitution, family, 34 of them bona fide masons. Am I correct on that? Was it 34, oldest, 34 of the uh, mm-hmm. signers of the Constitution, your Constitution, the formation of the United States was masonry. Okay, yeah, George like Washington, you. big time, mason, okay. lots of. Lots of Masons in this country today, and especially back then. Can I add to that,
6: though, The out Go of right business. ahead. That's how things got done back in the day, because of the spirit of corps.
0: Of it. What is
1: that?
6: What is that? We had, well, spirit of corps is a spirit. A gonna know what I'm talking about, because that's an army term, spirit of corps. That's a spirit that you embody with a group of people. And you have one Spell that mission. for me. Spell that for me. Spell that. Oh, man, don't put me on the spot like that. it don't
5: <laughs> play, it's
6: spell. It's not It spell doesn't like
5: spell it. the way it sounds.
6: Yeah. It's a weird. When you look at it, it don't even look like de core that That Spree decor. Spree decor. You hear it mostly in the upper ranks and the NCO ranks. That's what you hear it mostly. mostly the it's E-S family. It's E S. P r i t
1: d e c o r p s am i right e s p r i t space d e space c o u r there you go okay
0: and enthusiasm so that, feeling of
1: loyalty, that, enthusiasm feeling of loyalty and devotion to a group among people who are members of the group thank,
6: thank you. y'all for a little education that's right and that's what, that's what those guys say. That's what those mean very
5: special had. connection.
6: Yes. That's right. You don't you know what the guy on the right hand or gal on the right hand on your left gonna do before you do it. You don't have to ask. Because you have the same mission. You have the same thought process. You don't have to think about it. It's muscle memory. It just happens. And that's how well, it's it done. See, that's how it gets done. And if you remember,
7: all those guys
6: from the early government that were signers of the Declaration of Independence They fought together. Most of them fought together. Not all of them, not all of them were soldiers. But the ones who were soldiers, they fought together. So they understood the street of corps. And so by bringing that into the the Masonic Lodge, they used the street of corps of the Masonic Lodge to get the work done. It's the same in Texas government. Texas government was the very same way. When the state of Texas got started, when it was a country, when it was a commonwealth, before it became a state, same way. Same difference. All those guys were Masons. They trusted each other. They can turn their back and not have to worry about them getting, you know, being stabbed in the back. They trusted each other. So that's how business got done.
1: Well, let me ask you this. Um, let me first of all tell the family. Family, look at the phone lines. Anybody with questions for uh, uh, Davida or Levica, I always seem like David. I'm butching your name. Davica, Davica. Anybody with questions for Davica or Otis or Darlene or myself, press one on your phone line, okay? I don't always scroll up and down, and sometimes y'all have your hands up and I don't see it, but right now I'm scrolling up and down. Thank y'all for holding on the phone line. Those of you who been holding on, we got all kind of area codes, family listening, possibly friends. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. We really appreciate it. Anybody with questions or comments for the guests, please press one quickly, quickly, quickly. Well, I must say that, this has been uh, y'all are really digging now and i'm going to go a little deeper since y'all y'all got it like that darling you still there <laughs> hey, Can we i'm like what you
0: talking all about? right
1: well, well listen i see i see what you were saying <laughs> darling they they are definitely informative uh guests we got tonight and i appreciate that uh got a question for y'all last time well we did a show in the past about military and i was very I'm sure the family would all agree that their cousin Seth is not one that's really down with the military. Uh, However... I recognized that Israel had a military. God, you know, Israel chose a king. God said, I'll be your king, I'll be your king, and they said no. So having a king and a military. So the father, wasn't his first choice. But because Israel wanted this king so bad, he went in and gave him a king, and they ended up getting the military, and they ended up fighting and bloodshed all day long. But that wasn't his original choice. So have no problem with a defense mechanism, owning a gun, owning something protect your family. And yes, I have no problem with the military. However, I was telling the family last show that we got this thing where we, and I just wanted y'all, quick opinion on this We we're, we're going to have to hit it too hard because there's other things to talk about with regards to the military. And uh, David, I really want to hear your opinion on this as well because you're a female. I'm putting you on the spot. But I was saying, why is it our first option when we as a people uh, have disgruntled or, or disobedient young people, lethargic young people, discouraged young people. Um, why do we say to them, uh, go to the military, go to the military, you know? And I was just saying, I have been doing research for many years and I found out that while I respect the oldest Duvals of the world and the David Curs, uh, of the world who, who go out there sacrifice their life for freedom for a nation, that is where I lift my hat. The having a military, I respect that. What I don't respect and what I vehemently stand against and still stand against at this very second is what our military is doing all across the waters. You know, y'all are familiar with the term imperialism, imperialism where a nation is constantly on the conquest. We are running out of oil. Well we're not we have oil, but we don't want to use our oil, we want to use other oil because you, we know what happens if we use our oil, it's going to run out. And we have to have that oil because everything you look at around your house right now is oil-based. It's not just cars, even the shirts we wear and the dresses and the shoes because it's a machine that produces mass production is oil, oil, all day long, and everything is mass produ- produced. So we got to have oil, and that means going to make up phony reasons of being Iran and Iraq and lying, talking about they blow down the towel. We need all these lies to go and be imperialist, and our boys and girls, like yourselves, are being sacrificed at the altar of the small world government going out and I'm going there yes I am and I want to know what y'all have to say because a lot of people are committing suicide in the army in our Air Force and they don't want to talk about it nobody want to talk about that but they it's because they're discovering what I'm saying right now while they're sitting up holding a the gun they realize what in the hell am I doing who am I helping I got to give an account when I die and stand before God so, yes, put a little heat on the y'all right now. And I want to know, because y'all are not like most uh, 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 people that have been in the military. I think y'all are a little brighter. So I want to ask y'all that question. What do you have to say to those people like myself that say to my son and my daughter, no, that should be your last option because of what the United States is doing? Now, if they was going around promoting peace like they say, yeah. Go right here, Be a part of it. God is going to bless you. Bring peace to Zimbabwe. Bring peace to South America. But if they're exploiting and going around and making third world countries and crippling nations, hell no, you're not going to the military. That's what I say. So what do you have to say to people like me?
6: Well, first off, I
5: have to say, Joining the military, being the baby in the family And being babies all the time It taught me how to grow up Real quick and to become a woman I already had The respect aspect in me But it taught me Independence within myself That's first and foremost You have A a way of life That you learn to deal with You form good pledges With friends, you meet people from all over the world We're all learning this in together. Okay. I may not agree with what the U.S., how we go in and do things, but I would absolutely tell my children that would be the way because the Army is just like your family. They're a family around you. You're there to support each other. It's learning independence, discipline just being a person on your own, seeking your own. There's great benefits and rewards for serving your country. They pay for your school. When you get out, you can buy a house. When you're in the service, you move from place to place through the Army. So for me, I could never be against that. And even before I joined, they had things going on. They had the Gulf War. That didn't scare me, because what doesn't break you makes you stronger. The Army didn't break me, but it definitely made a woman out
1: of yep. me. Now, when you say I made a woman out of you, you hit did a little bit. Before and after.
5: Mm-hmm. It was After. Because when I no, went in, I, mean, I went before, in as a child The way
1: you were before The way you was after You said it made a woman out of you That's a powerful statement mm-hmm. You didn't say it made a soldier out of you You didn't say it made a yes. disciplinary out of you You said it made a woman out of you
5: I learned to be independent upon myself I, My family wasn't there to support me I had my army family But I didn't have my blood family with me So I learned to be The woman that the young lady that they raised, I turned into a woman when I entered the military. I matured more. Okay. I was able to be very independent, take care of myself. I didn't have mommy and daddy to come wipe up my messes anyway anymore. I wiped them up myself.
1: Okay. All right. That's good. That's a good thing. That is a good thing that independent somebody may I know somebody's thinking this on the phone line right now. Somebody might be thinking Because uh, I wanna know. I honestly wanna know. I don't I, I like to be in the Because we gotta get this right some kind of way, you know. Uh, somebody can say, Well, David, 'cause you could have learned some of those characteristics by, you know, joining the church and getting involved and or going to helping this lunch, or going to help the food kitchen, sacrificing more at home. You know, getting involved into giving more There's all kinds of institutions in America There's hundreds of them, thousands of them that give and mm-hmm. Why, you know what I mean? Somebody might be thinking that Address them
5: Yeah, well, I attended church all my life I was in the youth group I was in the choir I did all that I volunteered all the time I worked at my old junior high When I was in high school I wanted to t- to spread my own wings my, create my own me in my own life. So I chose the military.
1: I understand. I understand. I understand. Well, Mr. Otis, I want you to hit the same thing, hit the same
6: rock, if you don't mind. I don't mind. You know, you have to remember, we, we have a volunteer, a, all volunteer military. There's no draft. So... When someone joined the military, that says a lot about that person. Now, I will say, most, most of us don't know what we're getting ourselves into until we get there. Then you find out, oh, my God, why did I do this? That? That's because most of us, we're civilians. when you go into the military, that first week, it's called reception. It's, it's, a, it's a reception station. You get a pretty decent idea how it's going to be in basic. And of course, once you get all your training and you get assigned
0: to your duty, your permit duty station. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. A little noise in the background.
1: Hold on, hold on. this. I don't know if it's you or somebody's moving a little bit. We can hear it really loud. This, this, this phone line pick up all kinds of stuff. Just want to just remind everybody. Go ahead.
6: Okay. But, I always equated the military just like any other job. The only difference is you working directly for the government, and the part of the government you're working for is the Department of the Army. In my case, in David's case, was the Department of the Army, and yeah. the army owns you. I'ma say that, but you know that's what they want. When you yeah. have a contract, I'm for on the contract, Uncle Sugar owns you, okay? But you know that. But guess what? You do it anyhow. You do it anyhow. Because you feel that's where you need to be. i if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change a thing. You know, I wouldn't change a thing. But what it is hmm. for me I I grew up in a discipline home. So I wasn't looking for discipline when I got there. Okay, so I didn't okay. Get it. I did get it, but I got the Army way, you know, because everything you do in the Army, there's the civilian way, there's your way, and there's the Army way, see, so, when you're on the clock, as I say, which is 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, it's the Army way, and after a while, you'll find yourself doing everything the Army way, which is nothing wrong with the Army way, in my opinion, No, you know, there's nothing wrong with it at all because you, you you look at a soldier as a soldier. Everybody's blood is green. You don't look at that soldier as a black soldier, a white soldier, a same soldier. That's how you see it. You, you That's my brother, and that's my sister in arms. And you treat them accordingly. accordingly.
1: I like that they point. I love that. that right there.
6: You don't get that in the civilian world. In the civilian world... Whatever color you are, that's how the that's how the world look at you.
5: The Army you. world. Mm-hmm.
6: That's right. You green. We're all the same. You are you, we everybody is the same. You know, and that's what you will find all the way up through the ranks through your whole career. You know, and I was in combat arms, so I was gone a lot. I wasn't home a lot. Nine months, ten months out of a year, I was gone somewhere in the world. Doing something that I couldn't talk to nobody about, you know, except for my buddies that was there with me. So I don't regret it. I hear people talking bad talk about military all the time. Somebody's got to do it. Might as well be me because I
0: volunteered.
6: <laughs> I wanted to do.
0: it Well, I must
1: say, this, if, if, if 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 I can just just in here really quick and I'll back out. I must say this. I did say this also on our, on our last show that if I started to name the good things that the military do or does, I'll be here next week still naming stuff. I'm, I'm not yeah, ignorant, uh, you know. I, and I'm not saying y'all are saying I am. I'm just saying to the to the family. I know that the military with the kind of muscles it got is doing some good things. And thank God for uh, peacemakers our military when they uh, when they're doing, they take on the role as peacemakers and they go into a situation where you got a dictator just pushing around people and causing mass murders da 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 they they have been there man. They they have saved millions of lives. Well Seth, what's your issue then? My issue is we just can't look at the millions of lives that's saved. And then on the other hand, the flip side of the coin, we see
0: millions of
1: lives that's exploited, nations take over, puppet regimes, CIA involved in every major election. Uh, You know, we got military bases all over the world. So that's where you stay number one. You got to do that. Yeah, but... There's something wrong with that. There's something wrong. We are number one for a reason. We're not one number one because we're obeying the Bible. We're not number one because of our morals. We're number one because of bloodshed. We're number one because of our deception. We're number one because of our trickery. We're number one because we exploit. We're number one because we defame characters. I want to share this story, and I'm going to let y'all wrap this up. I had a friend of mine. I think he scarred me. Maybe that's why I'm like this to this, to this day. But it's a young man, very nice believer, Christian. We was one day sharing out to listen to the pastor preach, and he shared something. He said, "Man, can I talk to you? Something I can do?" It? I said, "Yeah, sure." You take thing. He told me that. I mean, just talking. So he just barely got it out, but he finally got it out that he was a sniper, one of the highest in his brigade or whatever y'all call it, and he was he was he was scouted. He was a uh, He was uh, courted into this higher elite, kind of like what we would say, a Delta Force. Before there was a Delta Force, it was a long time ago. And he would say, man, we would go and... And uh, they'll tell us to be at, you know, 2,100 hours or, t- you know, uh, 2,300 hours or, you know, at this particular location. The chopper would come get us, and it'd be about eight of us, and we'd just go all over the world. We wouldn't know where. We couldn't tell our parents. We couldn't tell our relatives. We couldn't tell nobody. And we would go in, and we'd give us these maps, and we would have to take people out. It's way before all these CIA movies and all this stuff, so this dude couldn't be lying. And he said, we'll take people out, and we don't know who we took out. We just told if there was any other state, and I trusted it, and we would we, got there, in and in, out of there in seconds. And there was a chop away from us, and they'll bring us back. He said, we got wounded. They have certain stuff they can do to us where we can get shot in the arm and wouldn't even feel it. I guess it was whatever. Yeah, you, y'all may know more about that than I know. But he said, we can get wounded, and we can keep moving and not feel a thing because of what they would do to us, the medicine they would give us, blah, blah, blah. And so he said, right now, just my conscience bothers me because I'm beginning to think we was taking out good people. I said, well... You know, or you don't know. He said, I don't know. That's the problem. I don't know. But later on, I would see the news or something, and I'd be like, wait a minute. That sound like what we were at." And would be a good person. So I'm saying, I know in war there's all kinds of stuff. You can't be a war. Sometimes it's gonna be, you're going to accidentally get kids shot. You know what I mean? You're a baby kill. I don't believe that crap. I don't think I boys with baby killers. It's accidentally. I, I mean, I'm a tough guy. I know that sometimes these things happen, but. There is a flip side of the coin, is all I'm saying, the family, you know, and we shouldn't be telling our kids as an option, just because they want to get off the couch, they should go in the military, if there's something you want to do like Otis, you you seem to have a, a heart in this, and you as well, uh, David, because you seem like you have a heart for it, that's when people should go, when they just want to go, they know everything I'm saying, but they're more impressed with the saving the lives side of the coin than the killing on the other side, but... I just feel like we got to know both. We got to talk about both. We can't not talk about the other side. We got to let our kids know listen, you could be saving lives or you could be exploiting nations. Go ahead and go. Y'all agree with that? Give me some feedback on that, please, because I know y'all going to know. I, I got you. I
6: got you. I got you on that <laughs> oh, one. You take... I got you. The, <laughs> army, the army offers. One hundred and sixty five different MOS's when I say MOS, yeah. I'm talking about military, occupational, wow. your job, your
2: mm-hmm.
6: job, okay, now, wow. only Out of that hundred and sixty five different jobs, only, I would say, ten percent of that is combat related, the rest mm-hmm. of that would be what you call combat support. Uh, you know, that would be your supply, that would be your mm-hmm. medical corps, you know, that would be, you know, that type of thing. So, okay. that's that part of the military that, you know, when people say military, they think automatically kill, 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 kill. No, that yes, doesn't true. work like that.
7: Although, when you go through basic training, everybody goes
6: through the very same basic training. That's mm-hmm. being, learning how to be a basic soldier, okay? <laughs> now... What brings you to specialty is that next school, okay, then that's going to be that's AIT, active individual training. That is okay. your, what your MOS is going to be. That's what your job is going to be. So if you're going to be in the infantry, if you're going to be a combat engineer, like that's what I did, if you're going to be in the artillery, or if you're going to go over here and be combat support, and you're going to be in supply, you're going to be a clerk, you're going to be a nurse, you're going to be something along those lines. You have those options according to your ASVAB score. Your ASVAB score is what determines what MOS you're going
7: to do. See, you're going to be a helicopter pilot or whatever. You know,
6: that score is going to determine your options. Okay. That's and true. my because goal I was, supply. Was, 100, was 110. So I had an option of a whole lot of stuff. I still chose combat engineer, which is part of the infantry.
7: That's where I wanted to
6: be. I wanted to be with the blood and guts. And that's what I did for 26 years. That's where I wanted to be. But everybody don't want to be there, so that's why you have yeah. uh, the option.
5: Okay. You have your Go. option. Let me had my choice and I chose to be a fueler. So we would they be all in the back. A fueler. A fueler. Some Seven, okay. Seven fox. That's right. Wow. Wow. And
6: so, you know, as a soldier you
7: you know, and,
6: and, you know, I have people ask me all the time about the politics of it. I say, Hey, I'm not a politician, I'm a soldier. I take order. <laughs> I, I understand. Take now I have, like I said, I've been in the comeback zone four times, okay? And that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where your conscience even becomes more conscious because you know where you are and you know a mistake you make can cost lives, okay? So I would have... Orders come to me, and you know, you've heard people say, Well, you cannot refuse an order. <laughs> yes, you can, as long as you're right, and you better be right. <laughs> you know, as long as you
4: refuse an order
6: and it's on the grounds of uh, immoral or uh, illegal, you're good. You know, and I've had to do it a couple times. Says, hey, sir, this is not right, this is going
0: to
6: do just the opposite of what you want to do. And let's look at something different. So we'll do something different. But I'm also going to say this. After those four comeback tours, we had to go, which is part of my job, and confront the enemy face-to-face or however the case would be. One, two days,
7: you might be out there
6: taking the enemy out completely. And then you come back another two days after that, you over at a school handing out erasers and paper.
0: Mm-hmm. Of
6: course, the media is not gonna ever tell you. It tell the American public about that. We did—that's called—I uh, uh, cannot remember what that's called now. We call it winning the hearts and minds of the country. That was the big deal of it. But in our Iraq, we would have two or three days of combat missions, and then we have another two days of just going into the villages, because you got to remember in that country. Okay, so what we go in, we will go in and open up a school for girls. Right. We will open that school up, and we will bring in. We will have Americans shipping in paper, pencil, books from the United States over (sighs) to us, and that's what we hand it out for those girls in that school. And and that. Right
1: there is what I mean when I said if I mention all of the good that the military do, not that yeah uh, I said all of the good that the military do I'll be naming things from between now and next week. Not only am I going to say that, but I'm going to add to that. If I could name all of the people and friends I've seen that have done good by the military, I could be here next week as well. But I got to wrap the show up, family. So let me just do this and say this uh, again. It's a coin. It has two heads on it, and I guess everybody just have to do your own research and yeah. soul-searching, and, and Otis, you you, yeah. you put it out there, and I appreciate, listen to me, y'all. I really appreciate the manner in which y'all handle yourselves tonight. Very informative guests, very intelligent guests. I respect, respect like you would not believe the research that you, Darlene, uh, and Otis, and you and Davica have done for the family, for y'all's family, our family, the the the, the 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 how we became cousins. I just I just really respect it. I want y'all to know that before I close this show up, because i got to close this show up, y'all. Y'all know I go to work right after I do these shows, but some of y'all know that anyway. <laughs> so i got to run off. But I just want to say this. I want y'all to have final words. Make it about a minute or two, and we're going to wrap this show up. I'd like to go to uh, maybe uh, you, Otis oh, first. Just two minutes, final thoughts to the family that's listening, hopefully in 12 states, quickly, quickly.
6: Hey, fam, in 12 or more states, hey, you know, I, I appreciate you having me on. I had a very good time. I hope we can do it again. But uh, if you decide, you know, to do your family tree, you know, do it from the heart, do it with an open mind, and, uh, and and be ready for whatever it throws at you. And God bless Wow. Appreciate that.
1: That was good. All right, Ms. Davica.
5: Oh, first off, um, thank you for inviting us to the show. I wanted to say a special hello to one of our cousins who's listening, which is Addie Dixon. She's related to us <laughs> through the Richards line. Um, okay. Just the searching, it never stops because your family line runs on and on. And like you said when you were speaking to us, That we're going to wind up Back in Jerusalem
2: That's the whole
5: goal To know everything We want to know as much as we can But we know there are going to be roadblocks In the way But we just keep hoping and fighting and praying That we'll be able to unblock Some of those doors Again thank you for allowing us to be on your show To discuss our tree And I hope everyone Has a good night And God bless you all
1: all right, well, thank you, and I appreciate y'all. Y'all really did a good job. I'm going to go ahead and meet your line, Otis and uh, Davika. I just think y'all did a very good job, very professional. I would love to have y'all on again. I don't know what for. We're going to think of something, right, Darlene?
2: Yeah, we can do that.
1: All right. Well, listen. Davika line is muted as well as Otis. Darling, go ahead and have the last words. We got again about two minutes, so I can get out of here, and I'm gonna uh, wrap up this show with a very inspirational song. I think that all of us should listen to the words too. Go ahead, darling.
2: Okay. I want to thank Otis and Davika, and of course you also sat for coming on tonight. And I guess we can have a dream team with four people instead of three. And. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, hopefully you and other people Other family members Can see where You know what kind of work we're doing We're, we're not um, Just idle minds and, and we come up with Some really good stuff And and it's not just me That, that like our family history And thanks again Otis and Davika
1: Well thank you darling I appreciate that and that was Darlene Douglas all the way from Austin, Texas. Again, I'm going to wrap up the show, family. I think they was great. Them, some of the best guests we have ever had on this show, and I mean that. Just informative, upbeat, speaking, uh, speaking quickly. Just, I love it like that. Y'all know that was a good show. Anyway, uh, thanks, thanks again, Darling. I see what kind of folks you roll with. Cool, 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 cool. Well, family, I'm going to end with a show. With the the show Still thinking about the show I'm going to end with a song I want y'all to listen to the words Please listen to the words family This is what we all about This is what we better be about Love every single one of y'all And ain't nothing you can do about it Good night